Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hello and welcome back to Just Another Football Podcast, the next episode. Uh, it's been an interesting week, uh, back from the international break and... Uh, there's been some interesting fixtures going on throughout the week. Uh, I'm pleased to say I'm joined by that other guy, or Harry Nichols, and oh, our special guest thanks, this week mate. is uh, Angus, or Goose, to us. Yeah, hello, thanks for having me on. Pleasure I'm very to have excited you. to talk about the Spurs game. It's been it's been a good weekend for Spurs, <laughs> but, you know, people are saying the t- title, you know, they're in, the, in this title race, and some would say they're favourites, but uh, we should all calm mm. down. Um <laughs> Other than that, um, Liverpool got a good one against Leicester, uh, which I think, especially after everyone saw Salah was out for COVID, uh, everyone thought this might be um, Leicester's chance. Even before the weekend, when Trent was out, they had, what, 10 starters maybe injured. I mean, I still thought the team that Liverpool put out were really good, uh, quality-wise, but um, yeah, it's a good win for them and shows maybe they are still in this title race. Well, you'd think so, wouldn't you? Yeah, true. Um, yeah, you can't. You can never really rule Liverpool out. I mean, even we said at the start of the season, like a few times, that like the squad looks thin, but it's just the quality they have and the manager as well. I also didn't think Leicester played that well either. Yeah, poor and, passive. Uh, the yeah. other game we're going to talk about, even though Bolton did win and is now three wins and three against Stevenage, <laughs> is the uh, Fulham Everton game because that was really entertaining when I was watching it. Cracker! Before. It was absolutely end to end, especially the first half. Um. So yeah, let's, let's get on with our first game, which was Spurs in Man City. Uh, Spurs winning 2-0 with the Celso and Son goals. Um, but what, where, do you, where do you see Spurs finishing this season? That would be my first question, from what we've seen. Well, me? What do I think? Yeah. Um, I, think, I think we will get top four. I, I, I think we've demonstrated that we've got enough for that already. Um, I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't think we'll win the league. Um, but I'm not. Not going to stop myself getting excited about it. Um, I think just looking at it, if there if there was a season where that was going to happen, I think you actually said it like a couple of weeks ago. Um, if there was a season where we were going to do it, it, it looks like this season would be it. I mean, I mean Liverpool. We don't have these injuries that like Van Dijk's out for. Well most of, if not the whole season. So that's like a big loss for them. As well as City, like I just think. I know I'm just because we just beat them, but they haven't looked good this season, and they really didn't look good yesterday um, on Saturday, rather either. Um, I don't know who else, maybe like Chelsea as well, but I just don't think Lampard's got it in him to win a title. Yeah. I really I, don't. Um, I think just Leicester. No, I trust, no. trust Jose. No, not Leicester. <laughs> just Jose, man. I, I think you can never rule them out ever. Second I think season, even like, when you're right, well. everyone said he was dusted, and then like, I yeah. think he's proven that he's not that at least. Um, I mean. There are some worrying factors in my eyes. For example, Kane and Son, except for them two, your second highest scorer has got one goal, which is a variety of players like Bale Moore, Oriel Celso and Dombele. And you've also got Europa League, which yes, is a problem in most seasons, never mind with this packed, um, packed season. So mm. that'll be interesting how you, uh, how you deal with that. But then you know, you are, you're second on expected points behind Chelsea. Uh, you are currently top of the league. You have Son, who's currently top scorer, came with the most assists, and Regalon looks like an absolute bargain. 
Mm, yeah, I think he, he's great. I was on, on the like the goal scorers thing. Um, I think I, sh- I should point out in Europe as well. People have scored. I think in has got another in Europe. But Celtic's got two or maybe three in Europe. So they are, other people are scoring in Europe. I think that will that will come. Other people will score. Um, I think once Bell gets back to full fitness, I think he'll score some more as well. Um, but it is, it is a concern because our other attacking options aren't great. Like Lucas, I don't rate particularly highly. Um, Lamelo, I think, is absolute garbage. Um, and we haven't seen enough with this Vinicius guy yet um, to tell whether he's going to be a, a geezer. He looks right on his day, but he got a couple of assists, but he hasn't looked great since then. Um, so if we keep him fit, which is when Kane normally picks up an injury at some point, um, I don't know. I mean, like they have both been absolutely incredible, but not much else going forward from anyone else. Um, but we'll see, really, because I mean, those two themselves will like if they stay fit all year, then like who knows? Because they, they can win games for us so easily, yeah. Just the two of them, really. Um, uh, but also, need, they need some help, definitely. Son is also overachieving his expected goals ridiculously. Like, I've never yeah. seen this before, and that you can't expect it to continue. He's so. Expected goals says he should have had 3.86 from his shot location. He's currently got nine, which is five point five. Yeah, just over five goals above. And if you think of it last year, Jamie Vardy was known as like this guy that overachieved his XG, and over an entire season, only did it by four. Yeah. That- what was the XG for the um, shot on Saturday? Do you know? Uh, That's what I was thinking because that looked like I, when, when I saw that stat, it did surprise me because I was thinking it's four goals against Southampton. Like those all seem like goals that you'd expect someone to score. They're all the, quite simple. Uh, it was yeah. well, uh, maybe the first one was quite difficult, but the, the second three were all like just do on goal, putting them away. The one against Burnley as well was a header from like five six yards out, and the one on Saturday. So the one on Saturday I mean, just those was ones. Point uh, two nine, which is still quite high for one. Yeah, year. I just uh, thought it wouldn't take into account um, where the goalkeeper <laughs> was standing. The, because uh, the goalkeeper makes that into an easier chance than yeah. it probably should have been from where where he takes a shot from because the goalkeeper's so far out makes uh, it a bit easier. There was one against Man United which was 0.14 um, in the 36th minute. I think that, I think that might have been just after the Martial. Oh yeah, that was one through the legs from a yeah. tight angle. Uh, oh. There was one again. I mean, they're not bad. They're still really good shot location, and he's still got what. 0.47 xg and 0.22 expected assists which is what 0.69 per 90 which is still really good and what you'd expect mm. to see in a, any elite forward but he is literally finishing everything every single chance he that, has yeah that is it i can't really remember him missing a chance this season and he normally does miss a few um he, ha- he does seem a lot more confident but when he runs through now you do sort of expect him to score every time yeah. and last like in the few years past you you just didn't really I mean, you expect it with Kane every time every time Kane gets a chance you expect him to score with Son not so much he's always been prone to a few misses but like this season he has just as I say every single goal is a goal you like you get put through and if he misses it it's a bad miss but you don't expect him to score every single time, but he has just scored every single time. So I know, you know it won't continue. He's also, the quality of chance he's been given as well, mainly from Kane, has been like something that he hasn't had in previous seasons. So he's getting great chances and putting them away, which won't continue, yeah. I'm sure he knows that. I think everyone knows that really, that he can't carry on like so, that. But so he talks about the Celso and about how he's been doing well in Europe. Would you like to see him get more minutes in the league? Because he's got, not, not he's only got about 200, I think, so far. Yeah, it was weird because last year, 
I don't know if he won play the season, but he was probably a, one of our best players last season. Um, he's had an injury, like we've missed a few games, and he's, he's he sort of seemed to have settled on a three of um, Hoiberg, uh, and Dombele and Sissoko as as a three. I think since the United game, that was the first time he played those three together, and he's played them together every time since then started. Um, but I would like to see him come in for Sissoko in most games. Maybe not on Saturday because you want Sissoko in that sort of game. But against like West Brom, I don't know why Lissell so didn't start. Because I was a massive fan of his. You signed about fifty million pounds from uh, Betty's. Yeah, but, he looked, about he, that. Yeah, he he looks. So he's great. Betis. Yeah, there was that yeah. game last. There was like one of last season where he got like two player of the matches in a row, and I just thought mm. finally he's he's turned up. Yeah, because yeah, he had a slow start as well, and I, I thought that we wouldn't even bother renewing his. I think it was a loan with option to buy. It, we got yeah. him for, and I, was, I think I thought after a few games, we're not even gonna like, we're not gonna buy him. But he kind of around, well, sort of around when Josie came in, actually, he started playing really well. Um, and towards the end of the season, he was our best player by far. But I don't know this season. He has he's, he didn't score any goals last season. He has actually started scoring goals now as well. So I hope he will start again definitely because I, I think he's the wise when um we signed uh Hoiberg I thought that would be our three I thought that gave us good balance and Dombele the Celso and Hoiberg I thought that would be the three that would work and he hasn't played them three together from the start yet yeah I don't know if he's saving that or he's like doesn't think it's going to work like he thought it would but I'd like to see him start more definitely um, also what's happened to Deli Ali? he's kind of disappeared into nothingness he was linked with the move to PSG in the summer and I just see him with a moustache turn up once in a while on in the media, and that's it. I don't know. I, I mean, he must have had a fallout, right? I don't know because he, he wasn't playing much. I think his game time started to decrease last season. He started the, the game against Everton, and he was terrible, and he got taken off at half time. And he hasn't started a game in the league since, um, which is a shame as a as a Spurs fan because he I do really like so him, good. and he's, he's been, so good been so good. Yeah, he's better. but even in the last sort of year under Poch, he wasn't great, to be honest. He, his performances have been dipping for a little while because he was so good in um, the 16, 17. I Is think that the one where you left to Chelsea? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was that one. He was unbelievable that year and he hasn't hasn't got back to that. Um, I don't know, it's a shame because he's, he's, he's just sort of lost. Um, he doesn't seem to care when he plays. Yeah. Yeah, he sort of struggles around. Doesn't really seem that bothered. He sort of always was a bit like that. He never really looked that into it. But he'd always like do something special and get himself back into the game. But he's just not been doing that for uh, like for about a year and a half now. I'd say. If you, I remember that all or nothing, where we you know talked about his training and about mm. one of the worst trainers. So I wonder if that's had something to do with it. But definitely, I yeah. think he worked him out straight away. To be yeah. honest with you, yeah. and he's challenged him. He's done it with a few players in the past. Done it with Andombele, and he's responded mm. positively to it. But kind of uh, Deli Ali's gone the other way with it. He sort of he's challenged him to improve his commitment, improve his attitude, and clearly he's not liked what he's seen. No. So um, he's not playing him. You've also had. Yeah. I think this is a big good conversation to have again after the next few games you've got because you've got Chelsea next. I think you've got. Uh, you've then, a difficult. Then Arsenal, game. then Palace, then Liverpool. Yeah. That's what so after that Liverpool, or even after the Leicester game afterwards. Uh, it'd be good oh, to yeah, last year think. Well. You, Wolves you, as well after that, I think. Yeah, I mean... Tough run. If you get if you can get through that with getting, I don't know, on average two points a game, maybe all of a sudden you are in this conversation. 
I think, yeah, I think we, we should be. I, I think we would have earned the right to be in the conversation after that. Um, but I think I just I just remember looking at, at, the, at the start of this run, I was like, especially these, these first five, because Leicester and Wolves, like, isn't, I don't know, I just like looked at that later. Was we, had, we had City, Chelsea away, Arsenal at home, Palace away, I think, yeah. and Liverpool away. So I was like, if we come out of that with um, ten points, I think I was like that. That would be that would be great. Sort of seven or eight is fine, um, but I reckon ten is what we should be looking at. And I think we can get that now. I think we've got to beat Arsenal. I think yeah. that's what we've got to do, um, and beat Palace, and then try and get a point in, the, in one of the other two because you can't go Anfield expecting anything ever because. Mourinho, Mourinho just had this knack of... He used to work really well in like 05, 06 when he was at Chelsea, but it's kind of started to be to his detriment recently. Of just had going, the best squad going then as well. Uh, of just going for a draw. Uh, like, yeah. uh, I'm trying to think. He did it against uh, Man United. In the game. The first game he came back, he just basically played for a draw. And he scored early. And then uh, I think they got a bit of a lucky penalty with Bruno. But in my head, if you're... You've got to go out and win those games because if you're going to win a title nowadays where it's like 90 to 100 points to win mm. it, you've got to go and win those games. Whereas I think if you're going to set up to draw what is it, what's now going to be five other games against the top six, that's a lot of points that could be dropped. When And I think it's got the squad and the personnel. I think Tottenham have the, the best personnel, well, actually third behind City and Liverpool, of squad ability in the league, even in front of mm. Chelsea or Man United, I agree. Yeah, it's quite it's quite a deep squad now, actually, and that was that always was the problem because like we looked we looked to the bench and we had like um, well like Lamella, Lorente, that's like players like that. And now I looked at the bench and we got Bale, and we got um, I don't know Lacelso to come on like the other day. So there's the, the depth. We had a great we have a, had a great window over the summer, definitely, probably maybe the best in the league actually. Yeah. I'm really added in places we needed. Um, so I remember that uh, when you went to the Champions League final, you had it with like Sissoko and Winks as your defensive two, and I just thought, how has that got? I know. What, what magic I don't know. Pot work to get I that don't know. to a. Yeah, no. No, magic that. Um, just the, you're saying um, about I, 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 we can't. You can't go to Liverpool and try and beat them. I, I don't know. I, 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 the only game I'll excuse him going and playing for a draw is Liverpool away. I think. I, I, I wouldn't really mind that. Yeah. If we do get a draw, it's a great result. But if you I do don't it, want to play for a draw this weekend. I was about to say, if you do it against Chelsea, all of a sudden, I think... That's yeah, I don't, I don't want us to do that. Cause I, think, I think we can beat them. I'm not sure we will, but I think we can. I think it's definitely possible. I think, I think they're the games where Lampard, especially, will struggle is against... Because I think right now, he's just blowing teams away with his quality. Like Ziyech looks like mm. a player and a half. Werner's look, look like he's growing. He always looked good, but he's starting to get the goals in the system to build on that now. Um, so I think this would be the big test for Lampard if he can outsmart a team with similar squad abilities that just blown them away with great players. Yeah, we did it twice last season actually. They beat us home and away. Yeah, hey, you were um, a bit injury ravaged though, weren't you? In the we were, um, corresponding that, that home... game last season, the home one they that... were really good. Wait, where they beat you two 0 Yeah, really and also we, we did. They did play well at our place last year, but we did. We did give him a hand. I mean, Song yeah. sent off. Yeah, there was, like, yeah. was that ridiculous penalty. Do you remember when yeah, Gaston came out and just like yeah. kicked him chest high? Yeah. So we're definitely a, a better side. 
Yeah, no, you, I remember the game last season at, at the bridge. You just didn't have anyone up front to hold the ball. No, I remember was, Kane was, was out. I can't remember if Son played or not, but like literally, you went one nil down. Think about, he did. Yeah, you went one nil down about fifteen minutes in, and I was just like, "There is no way they're getting mm. back into." I just couldn't see how you were going to score a goal. No, yeah, no, and I know you got back. an in, you got a, an own goal at the end to make it two one, but it was like. Mm. I just couldn't see you scoring on that day without no. Kane. I, I can't remember if Son played or not, but Mourinho proper went for I think he played like a 5 4 1 and he was like, yeah. we'll take a draw. I think he just played in the Champions League. Or you had Champions been League a, a few days later. I can't remember we, what it was. We were in, so that was the sort of week, like that sort of time, we went to Leipzig and played like a front three of Lamella Lucas and Sessignon or something like that. Yeah. We yeah. Just yeah. Like yeah. Um, yeah, but they but then we did we did scrape past from the League Cup earlier this season. Mm. I don't know about Chelsea really. I, 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 I find them hard to judge so far. Um, yeah. And my last question on uh, Tottenham would be: Are you worried about your centre back depth? Because Joe Roden has been have a twenty minute look like a smart signing, but he's only played mm. eight minutes in the league so far. And yeah. Alderweireld's legs can snap at any moment. I don't think many. Well, he's injured. Is he injured right now? He, he got injured. Oh, he, he, got injured against, he, he came off against City, okay. yeah. Which is sort of the only negative of, of the game. And, and they, they're worried that it is serious. They're not mm. sure, but they're worried that it is. Because he, he, he went down instantly was like, kind of, yeah, I need to come off. Um, yeah, I am. Because I love Eric Dyer. <laughs> um I think I think he's great. <laughs> I don't know how he doesn't agree with. Because we're genuinely, I'll tell you why I don't agree. Because we're genuinely going to end up with a Eric Dyer, Harry Maguire centre back partnership <laughs> at the Euros. Yeah, and I just I, I can't I can't watch that. I just can't like mentally prepare mm. myself for those two. <clears throat> yeah, Eric Dyer's great next to Toby, but I, I don't know. I actually don't know who he's going to play there because I think Sanchez is still out. I'm not yeah. sure. He's a disaster. He is a calamity. <laughs> He's a calamity. Yeah, I, am I am definitely worried about centre back. Yeah, definitely. I mean Eric Dyer. I just remember him famously for that game against Chelsea, where you'd lost the league, so he just like oh, going to kick the shit yeah. out of them. How did he not get sent off? <laughs> I don't know. That was so funny. I honestly think but the referee want... just forgot to send him off because he played like the advantage, didn't he? And he absolutely yeah, like went so through one, the back of Fabregas. I took out Fabregas and then someone else ran down the other end and then he took him out as well. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. yeah. We got away both and that was brilliant. Unbelievable. But yeah. on, the, on the other side of the result, uh, should Man City start to be worried about the season? They've just fallen below Man United. Um, <clears throat> yeah. They're not like... Yeah. They're they've had bad. some hard games. They have had some hard games. that like They've probably had among the hardest fixtures of anyone in the league, mm. but... You you can't you know you got to look at statistics. They've played eight games. They've scored nine goals. They were, they were minus is, one goal difference. Yeah. yeah, I know. This is not the Man City you used wow. to watch. I mean, K- Kane had their centre backs on toast. I mean, he really <laughs> did. He was just absolutely. That was one of his best performances against a big side anyway, in ages. He was, yeah, he was, I think he was better, better than he was, he was against really United because it was easy. Oh, he didn't score or get. Oh, did he get the assist? I don't think he did. Yeah, he, assist, he, assist, no, he, oh, he got the second one, didn't he? Got the second one, of course. I was going to say, but even without the goal contributions, you would still say he was the best player on the yeah, pitch. And there aren't a lot of strikers that can do that, I think, in the Premier League, where they mm. don't contribute towards a goal. I know he got an assist, but like even if he didn't, he would have been the best player on the pitch. Yeah, yeah. And there aren't a lot of players that can do what he did on Saturday, I don't think, then, as much as I hate saying it. You look at, you look at Man City, uh, Raheem Sterling isn't like you know, the play we've seen over the last few years, especially since mm. he left. Um, Liverpool, 
Ruben Diaz looks like a good signing, but then I think the issues have been going forward, isn't it? They've not scored many goals. But the ten goals. Yeah, I can understand their, what they were trying to do on Saturday when they were one no, of especially the second half. Yeah. They that's kept trying to play it down the wing and put balls in the box. I was just like, who's going to head them in? Like, Man City yeah. are at their best against the low block when they play the quick one-twos and they sort of break through teams. And they weren't doing any of that. Yeah, I don't know what Pep like, came to the game expecting to happen because he must have known we were going to play like that because we did he did the same last season and got Honestly, lucky last season. But 100%. this season, actually... No, what, I don't we, think you were. We, really I don't out, think we were. outplayed them, I think. I don't think you were. You had all the best chances in the game. And yeah. also... The goal they conceded, the first goal, he knows how Tottenham are going to play. He knows that yeah. ideally they want to get in front, however they can do it. To give a goal away like they did on that first one, the most bog-standard free-kick routine, Kane runs towards it, Son runs yeah. off the back of him. It is like what you would see at like under 12s level. It is so bad what happened there. So it was like it was I have no planned. sympathy. Yeah, of course it was. Mourinho's been known for this. He's been been known to do this in his career where he, on free kicks, he'll sort of try and run the best header of the ball or the best runner, best defender running in behind, try and get them underneath it and put someone in Mm. behind them. He's been known to this all his career. So for them to concede a goal like that, that early in the game as well, is I just find so unacceptable on so many levels. And they got what they deserved ultimately. They had no game plan going. I just, I was saying to the guy I was watching it with, like, I might eat my words, but I don't think they're going to break us down playing through the middle or doing crosses. They have to do something different because they were just like whipping the crosses in, dire, just heading them away, loving yeah. it. Um, yeah. And they kept trying to play it through the middle. And we had, I mean, we had Sissoko and Hoyback Beatty playing in like a like a back. Well, it's like a back six, six at times, wasn't it? Point. They dropped it. Yeah. Like you can't. They're not going to play through that. As they kept trying it, and they're just getting nowhere. So I was like, is he going to change it? And like, because they 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 looked like decent in the first half in the second half they were rubbish i thought you they can were, see you know, why they struggling to score goals didn't, didn't, didn't threaten us at all they, 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 although they had a lot of like decent chances we had the best chances but i never really felt like felt like we were getting outplayed that they were going to score whereas no, last season get. when we beat them like, they really that, oh, we were lucky last season yeah. But, um, yeah. but this time no they, they had 20 shots better. but only three of them had an xg of above 0.1 so yeah. that just shows it's like a lack of a game plan to generate decent shots, and it's just a bit. That's what I thought. I just didn't, I didn't know what Pep was trying. I, I don't really know how don't. Pep's got this two-year contract. I'll be honest. Yeah, it's, just, it's the worst. I'm getting it now. It. Yeah, but um, I just thought for, for a manager of for, of his caliber to turn up to a game like that, even like it was so obvious. I thought we were going to do like he must have known we were going to play like two that. weeks. He just had nothing, as well, and had nothing against it. He just sort of. Like played right into our hands, and I thought that was just like so obvious. This like, is the longest This is the longest Pep's been at a club, isn't it? Yeah, it well, yeah. Uh, he was at Barca for four years, I think, and then he's been at City mm. since 2016. So yeah. So I wonder if he's just struggling for a bit of fatigue. I mean, it, it'd be interesting really to see. I, I mean, presuming he sees out the rest of his contract, if you look at that squad, there's kind of a lot of turning over that has to be done in terms of some of the players they've got. They're going to be moving them on and get and replacing them. And it would be interesting to see how he sort of goes about building his second team per se. I mean, you've got the likes of mm. Company and Silver that are already gone. Aguero, Aguero's going now as well. Um, uh, yeah, and even De Bruyne's, yeah. De Bruyne's been there for ages as well. And he was yeah, but that's the that's the thing. Yeah, Aguero's going. Carl Walker's getting on a bit. I, yeah, I'd I'd be surprised if. 
I'd be surprised if he sees out his contract. I think Do they think could. I don't. I don't think they'll sack him, but just out of principle. I don't think they'll sack him, but he might leave. Yeah, I'd be surprised yeah. if he's still there in 2023. Yeah. yeah. I'm not looking good if you're a Man City fan. Uh, it's not, no. The next game we look on to is, of course, the Liverpool v Leicester game. Uh, ended 3 0 to Liverpool. Um, and it was a different. I think it was a different kind of performance that you, than what you've normally seen from Klopp for the last two years. A bit more like uh, when he first came in, where they were just like, we're just going to outscore you. I thought. Yeah, their attitude was just, we're going to, okay, we have, our defence is not good, we're just going to score, you know. They had an XG of 3.77, which I've, I think is one of the highest so far wow. this season, even after the, really uh, yeah. after the... Yeah, well, Schmeichel really played pretty well. well. I think he made that nine saves yeah. or something, so. So, Liverpool fans, I think you shouldn't be worried in these games. Uh, and I think, except from Gomez and Van Dijk, a lot of the rest of the players, they're not long time, long-term loans. So, they will be back over time. Salah will be back from COVID. So... Mm. Yeah, I think it's, it's a positive performance if you're a Liverpool fan. Um, if you're a Leicester fan, I think you can count yourself a bit unlucky not to get a goal because I thought they, was, they had the chances at some points to get one. Um, but I mean, you can still be. I think I don't think Leicester are actually that good in these kind of games where it's um, where they come against against a top top team. I think they're just better than other teams around them are beating the lower teams. Um, I think it's really hit and miss. I think yeah. sometimes they they turn up and like they did in Arsenal, and they battered Man City as well. Job. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I mean, they did a job at Man City as well, with, but they got a, there's exceptional circumstances in both of those games. The Man City game, they got three penalties in a game, yeah. which is just like ridiculous. And they scored and then, a screamer as well. Yeah, and Madison scores a belter, and then the Arsenal game. I mean, we weren't great, but we had a goal wrongly disallowed. If that go, if that goal's in after four minutes and you're one nil up rather than nil-nil and they nick it in the 80th minute. I think certain things, you know, like in those games, you could say have gone their way. And I just thought they were totally outclassed, to be honest with you. You could say they're unlucky not to score, but Liverpool just miles better than them. Liverpool have an edge over Leicester. I feel like every time they play them, someone yeah. expects Leicester to do probably better than they always end up doing. You think like last year on Boxing Day, Liverpool have just played in the Club World Cup. Uh, Leicester have had five or six days rest. The second the league, uh, home atmosphere. Liverpool just went there and absolutely battered oh, yeah. them in one of the most one sided games I've ever seen. Jota, so Jota looks like I think in the, you know well. in in these games, you're yeah, absolutely. I think in these games they just particularly against Liverpool, they're really struggling. I don't know if it's a Brendan Rogers thing. Um no, where it's sort of a mental edge there, which is something I hadn't actually considered, to be honest with you, but if you look at their results in some of the other games, you know they certainly have a mental block when it comes to Liverpool. Their results against them are really poor. Yeah. So, but then you look at Jota, who they got for thirty-five million, I think, or forty-five million. But it's like it's like the Pepe deal; where it's lots of instalments uh, over a yeah. long time. And he had five shots, three key passes, got a goal. Like he was like a real, wow. real player, like a really good buy. Yeah, he's been great. And I think it's just that sort of business just em- em- embarrasses the rest of the top teams. In the way that they, could... I don't know how they do it. Every time they yeah. <laughs> just manage to find someone for like thirty million, and they're brilliant. I don't know how they're able to do it. They, they don't do bad recruitment, do they? I'm trying to think they of their last really, know. really bad signing. Do you know what yeah, I mean? There's been a curious. couple where you could go. They've not quite. Yeah, probably. It probably dates back to Klopp's like first full season. Yeah. You're probably looking that far mm. back. But even then, that squad they were trying to build then wasn't a squad to win the league. It was to get them back into the Champions League and then you go again and you kind of get you get upgrades on those players you sort of brought in two, three years down the line, which is what they've done if you look at it. Um, 
But sit, I mean, the last two or three years, they haven't made a poor signing for mine. Yeah, Jota, maybe like that Minamino bloke. But it's sure seven million. It. You know, it's like me, yeah, not much. That's what I mean. It, they haven't done business where you could look at some of the transfers Arsenal have made, some of the ones Man United have made. Um, Chelsea have done a couple which have been poor, like hmm. where they've signed players for big money and they've been really bad, to be honest with you, relative to their transfer value. So I think it's a combination of a lot of thought goes into their recruitment. I think the manager's driving it. I think yeah. they are a data-led uh, uh, um, team. So they have players that they want to get in to do a certain job and they trust their analysts. They trust the guys that are sort of looking at the system and who will fit best to go off and get it done. And when you're doing that, it's kind of quite hard to go dramatically wrong with it, I think. so. Um, I remember famously in, a Klopp, in an interview, Klopp said, he doesn't say he doesn't get any or much say in transfers. He just gets given these players, and they end up being really good. Yeah, um, I mean, I, really. I'd be surprised. I'd be surprised if he has no say. I'd be surprised if he has no say. But I certainly believe at Liverpool, there's a level of delegation where they trust those guys in those positions to go off and just sign the right players. So yeah. if he says, "I want a, a right back," they'll look at the team. Just an example, because I know Trent's you know fantastic. But if he said, "I want a right back." I think they would look at what they need and be able to bring him anyone that he wanted think, without think, even consulting him. And I think that's that's, that's the level of go, I think you're looking at. We're going to get a right back and you can retrain him into a right. We're going to, start going to get a right mid and you can retrain him into a right back. Because you got to remember, Trent started his career as a centre mid. Uh, I think he could end up a centre mid, funnily enough. But, yeah. For England, that's, maybe. Yeah, I think England just have too many good right backs to for them all to yeah, play there. Definitely. I, I um, think we we've got to say Liverpool are still favourites. Definitely. Oh it's their, I, I said at the start of the season, and I, and I stand by it, I still think it's yeah. their title to lose. Yeah, I, um, I Circumstances have changed a bit, obviously, with some of the injuries they've got. Um, I, think the, I think the winning tally will be lower. So when Bob was saying earlier about you need to win yeah. some of these big games because you're looking at 90 to 100 points, I don't think it's going to be that high this season. I, I could be wrong. Be I could be wrong, but I could no, see... No, st- I, I agree. I, agree. I could see the lowest tally since Leicester winning it. Yeah, they won it with 84, I think. Uh, yeah, like probably not even as much that. as that. Yeah. yeah. Um, wouldn't have been much higher. Definitely wouldn't have been higher. So, yeah, I, I, I agree. I, I think if you're a Tottenham fan, though, as, as much as I hate to say it, you're excited. You like what you're seeing because ultimately no, am, going yeah. into the season, I mean, I could be wrong, but you'd have taken top four, right? Yeah. And then anything beyond that's a bonus because yeah. it's kind of, it's at least a three-year project with that. When he comes in mid-season, you kind of get through the season, then he gets a few of his transfers. And I mean, I, I wouldn't cross the road to watch Hoiberg play, but you've got to say he's come in and <laughs> he does it. But I wouldn't, but he does a job for them. He, he, he's a very sort of, he's a system player. He's someone that will, will play on the back four. He reads the play well, he breaks it up and he just does a job for you. No more, no he's less. Great. But, you need but we've, we've needed, we've need, yeah. also we have needed someone like that for ages. Yeah. Maybe we're, we have Wanyama a few seasons ago who did that really well. Uh, and he yeah. sort of dropped off. And since then, we've lacked and we've sort of tried to put like Winks in there mm. or Dyer in there. It just said it's not. And we've always had a problem there. And he's come in and just already seemed like a team leader. Like he seems like the players look to him. Um, and he's just great. He's just like, he's brilliant. Love him so much already. Uh, like, he loves I, the kind of thing back to Musa Dembele. When he was in, in the. Yeah. Club, like he was a real, he was one of the best players. They miss a team. player like him. We do. Yeah, he steps towards. He really I think most teams would, to be yeah. honest. He's just slightly irreplaceable, though. I mean, I think Ndombele's got it a bit in like the ball carry. Ball carry, um, yeah. Like, yeah. The strength and 
bouncing off players and stuff. But he, there's no one like Dembele. He's just kind of a unique sort of player. He like you can't try and get another player like him. You got to, like try and get two who will try and do similar jobs. I think maybe we've got Ndombele and Salso. Like as a two, they might do that. Or Ndombele and Sissoko. But yeah, he was quite special. Um, yeah, Hoiberg, brilliant and cheap as well. We paid like what fifteen yeah. million for him or something. Um, plus Walker Peters. Yeah, yeah, that's a bargain. Uh, yeah, Leicester on the other hand, you know, I never, Leicester. I never know what with Leicester how they're going to respond to this kind of fixture. If they'll mm. crash and burn, or or if they'll bounce back and probably beat whoever they have four 0 next week because Vardy will turn up. We got Fulham next. To be fair, oh, that's, that's they probably will. Uh, yeah, <laughs> could dream of anything better. Mm. But uh, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, no, I think. I think I think still think Leicester make really smart business. I think Fafana looks they do. like they a do. real bargain. They do. Yeah, he does. He does. Um, and I think if you're a Leicester fan, as much as you're probably annoyed that you lost this game, I think you take it with a pinch of salt, yeah. don't you? To be honest, mm-hmm. I think the the manner I think the manner of defeat does matter sometimes, and I I do think they were outclassed. And ideally, you'd have competed a bit better. But no, if you're looking at it as you're sort of trying to gain points on your rivals if they're trying to get top four say i don't think any of their top four rivals go there and get anything they might at best get a point so you're losing a point at at most i think so you know as an isolated incident obviously you never want to lose a game three nil but bigger picture they're sort of they're they're a bigger they're 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 easier games with bigger tests to come i think against sort of competitors Um, i think i think um Castagna's a big miss as well. He came in and really looked good, and then he got injured until well, I think he was meant to be back this weekend, but he's he didn't play. They've had some injuries. Yeah, they've had some injuries. Um, but I think yeah, first, if you look at their, like their first, like if they look, if they would have looked at their first sort of ten games this season and seen they've got Arsenal away, City away, and Liverpool away to come away six from those points. three, six points yeah. is probably, yeah. like, they would definitely have taken that. And well, they 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 yeah, they took one point from those corresponding fixtures last season. So yeah, so. They, so, they've done. They, they're doing pretty well this season. Leicester just needs to keep doing what they're doing, just beating the small teams really well and convincingly. Um, mm. And they'll be, be fine. I think, again, top four this year is going to be really competitive. I think even more than last yeah. year. But if you can just be in with a shout and. Uh, Which I think is what they'll be. They might nick yeah. it. They might not. It depend. I think it depends more on how the other teams do. Like rather than they'll go out and win it, I think they'll go out and get it. I think someone else will have to drop off yeah. to allow them to get it. But we'll see. Uh, and the final game we we'll look at this weekend is the Fulham Everton one, which was uh, an absolute cracker on BBC. Um, Great game. Everton have Everton looks so good until their midfield. Well, not until their midfield. Until their until Decore. As much as he got a goal this weekend. Fulham look even Fulham like they could split through that midfield really easily. And I remember watching it against I think they played West Brom, and then they looked like it was a bit of a shootout, wasn't it? Yeah, I mm. think even the game against Tottenham they played the first game of the season where they won one nil. Their midfield just looked a bit like it lacked defensive steel. And I think Allen's fine. I think Allen's a smart signing, even though he's twenty twenty nine, so not the age profile I'd go for. But the Corys always have the luxury of being playing beside Capua at uh, Watford and then playing against. Uh, now with Allen and there was this one year at Watford where he, uh, he overperformed his XG he got like 8 goals and XG said he should have got 5 and everyone saw him as just like attacking midfielder and since then he's just not being that he's just been a bit of a floater and I just think 
if you're everyone said after the first few weeks Everton are going to get top four they might even challenge for the league I don't think any sensible person believe that but you've got to sort out that midfield and sort out that goalkeeper because the midfield yeah. too is just it's, it's such an annoying limiting like they are Everton's limiting factors right now of I don't think the centre halves are any good either. To be honest with you, I don't know about Godfrey, but I wouldn't take either of the other two. Um, uh, Yoey Mina and Michael Keane. Yeah, they're just yeah. a bit meh. You know what I mean? They're fine. They're not. They're not going to get top four. No. No, 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 no. Which is no, annoying because you've got such great attacking talent in Dominic Cavalier mm. and Richarlison. He's Amazon been great. He's been great for my fantasy as well. Yeah, Dinier looks like a really good fullback. And... Dinier's good. Dinier's, good, Dinier's, good, Dinier's yeah. top five in the league, maybe even top three left yeah. backs. He's really so, good. And you've got all these great things, and it just feels like so annoying to be let down in such obvious areas. Yeah. But even still, they won the game 3 2. Uh... Yeah, they, they were hanging on a bit the second half. They were, they were a bit on the ropes. I'd sort of. Didn't, didn't Fulham miss a penalty and then go on to score after, straight afterwards? Yeah, like a minute yeah. later. So it's, it, was, it was comical if you haven't seen it. I mean, honestly, the poor, the poor boy just slips, <laughs> kicks it against his own leg. Hmm. <laughs> I mean, it's yeah. not quite as bad as the Penenka one. Right? I mean, if you're a Fulham fan and you're seeing that, you're just thinking, like, yeah. what is what oh, is it yeah. up there that's against us? Good yeah. God. Yeah. So, I don't like saying Fulham are down already, but it's not... Well, actually... I don't I know. Don't know. Well, got... I like Scott, it's Scott Parker. I do like him, obviously. I, I do sort of always root for them a little bit. But I just, I just, they just look terrible. Don't it's to see results coming, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, I mean, You're being realistic about they're it. They're only a point off Burnley, who are 17th. They're currently 18th, and then West Brom. Yeah, I mean, there. you might see it this year that the bottom three like could be really tight, but not around that 40 point mark. It's like lower than that. Yeah, 29. Because I think there's a few poor sides in the division this year. I mean, look at Sheffield United. You look at Burnley are struggling. I don't think Newcastle. Uh, Brighton special. obviously won at the weekend, but they're sort of West playing well, well and not always getting the results. West yeah. Brom obviously. I think it'll be tight down there. I think, yeah, I think, yeah, probably. But Fulham are going to do it because their attack is still still good enough. Like their attack, in my eyes, is mid-table, like probably as good, if not a little bit better than Crystal Palace's. But you think? Yeah, no, Mitrovic. Palace, look, Palace got a good attack. Um, but I mean, Lovren's still a really good player. Uh, Mitrovic I've, is good. I've not watched them a lot this season, Fulham, but I just no, remember. I, I watched them against Arsenal. Yeah, well, that's the game I was going to reference. In that game, they didn't play badly. Like, their effort and commitment was good, which you'd expect on the first day of the season. I just thought they didn't have any quality, to be honest. And, like, we're, we're nothing special, but they, I mean, they literally didn't cause us any. I think their XG was like 0.08 for that yeah, game or something, which at home is just extremely low. So, um, but, yeah. you know, I. You know, I wouldn't mind seeing them stay up. It's a bloody nice away day. I've been there a few times. It's it's, it's mm. a favourite ground of mine actually to go yeah, to. Nice um, their their defence is bar Areola. The defence is championship level. God, uh, at best, it's mid-table championship. They're so poor. If Tim Ream was on your bench, something's terribly gone wrong. Dennis Adoy shouldn't be anywhere near a Premier League side. He's so bad. I mean, like I remember last time they were in the Premier League, so two seasons back, he was still making those sort of rickets for them, and he's still starting every week. But yeah, God, I, I just oh, full of sight of your defence. That's all we ask. Just you know, you've clearly it's got, not easy though, is it? Central yeah. scouting to get Luckman in. Harrison Reed looks like a bit of a player from Southampton. I think he's on loan. Uh, Ruben Loftus Cheek looks really good. Got a goal. Uh, mm. And I think yeah. uh, he's on is really good as a DM. He's always high up in the uh, stats. For example, for tackles and interceptions. 
Um, so again, like Everton, there's there's class there that can keep them up, but they're just lacking key areas, which uh, can probably be the bottleneck for them. But then, yeah, I mean, Sheffield United, they can't win a game. Burnley, uh, one to nine. Yeah. Um, it's weird that Sheffield chance, isn't it? Yeah, they're, so, they're, they're great. I, I really think they're struggling without fans, actually. Yeah, you look at it as well, like post lockdown, they were dreadful. Like, they were really, really bad the back end of last season. They beat us in Chelsea. Though. I know they were the only two games they won, funnily enough. Like, all the, I, I think really they lost every other game apart from those two. Yeah. Right. They might have drawn nil nil with Villa when they're that dislike. But I mean, their oh, result yeah. post lockdown were like so poor. And they just completely fell away because they were they yeah. were in contention for bloody Champions League b- b- before. They were. They were if I think it, they were three points behind with like a game in hand or something. And uh, then, they yeah. were two points. If they realised was if, it two with a game? If they if they were to do a it by the way that League One did it of points per game, they would have got Champions League. Really? Really? Yeah. So oh, they were really close. Johnny Gann leading a team bad <laughs> bad way. Bottom of the Champions League group and the Premier League. <laughs> um, but anyway, uh, who is your player of the week? And mine is probably actually Lloris, I thought. Made saves, five saves against Man City and he did an absolute stunner. You were tuned up at the time, but it was a header from a corner. And it just, I'm not sure if he hit it, but I think he just moved his arm out. And I just thought, Lloris is an interesting player because there was a time about two years ago, he made a few mistakes. Uh, yeah, I think it was around the drink driving thing as well. And, yeah. then, and then, and then everyone uh, thought this guy's done. As you do with a keeper, over time, mistakes, mistakes, mistakes. You're done. But he's done. He's the first keeper I've seen that's come back and just been like, okay, no, I'm back to being a good enough goalkeeper for Tottenham. It's so, sort of weirdly since um since he like I don't know, he dislocated his elbow where Brighton like sort of around this time last actually no a bit before yeah. this time last year. Um, and since then he's been great. He's been really yeah. good. He's been one of our best players. Generally, he's like he hasn't made many mistakes. I mean, this season, I think the only goal that we've conceded that you think maybe he could save is the one that Ing scored, the one like sort of yeah. cross goal. If you remember seeing it, that's the only one I've I've, I've seen and thought oh, maybe he could have saved that. Other than that, he's he's just been really solid, and he's like kind of a calming presence, I think, because he's, he's started to come out and like claim corners a bit more as well. That was he did a lot against I've never seen lots of issues. He did it against City as well. Yeah. But uh, anyone else got any suggestions? It's difficult not to go with a Tottenham player, but I think I'll leave that to Goose. So, for Who would me, you go to yeah, would from, you from Tottenham, Tottenham. Yeah. you'd have to, wouldn't you? I think. Yeah. Um, I no, I think my, I think I'd probably go with Calvert Lewin because I just think that you can lead that into a discussion. Like he, he's added goals to his game this season. He kind of had a, he, he had a bit of a sort of purple patch last season under Ancelotti when he came in. And he was sort of scoring a bit more. But I've always thought with him, uh, the last few seasons, he's a good player, but he do, he's not clinical enough. Like he misses quite a few chances. Whereas this season, I mean, has he, he got more goals than games played now? I don't know. I don't yeah, know how many that takes him to. Yeah, he's only failed to score in one game, and then he's got a couple in a couple of games. So he's having a really good campaign. He's, I mean, he's, he's, you know, you wouldn't want to play against him. He's, he's been excellent, really, for them. And I yeah. saw it come in, to be fair, with the attacking players they brought in. I just thought that he kind of is unrivaled for that central striker position, I think. He's kind of clear of the other guys there. I I just thought he would get goals. And, I mean, he's done wonders for my fantasy team. But the problem is now everyone's yeah, got him. Yeah, you had him, him from the start, didn't you? Yeah, had him I, from week I one. as well, yeah. He was a good option for, like, between six and seven million, I think yeah, he would have been. So, 
yeah, he's been great. He's been great. Rescued my fantasy a bit this week as well. So good on him. I've got no idea who I would say for player of the week. I could pick any of them, to be honest. Tottenham are that good. Yeah, well, it's just like, it was just, a, it was a really good team performance. Obviously, Kane was great. I mean, he was brilliant, but you know, all the team, I'd say, were like sort of eight out of 10, at least. Maybe not Bergwijn, but the rest of them were all really good. Like, Lloris was great. Um, Diane and Toby were brilliant. Reguillon was great. The midfield were great. Um, they were all just great. Know. They were all just great. It was a really solid, because we Tom, had like a really set Tom structure. And... Mourinho. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we had a like a real like sort of team team performance, like good structure. All kind of stuck to their task and all just like all great. As um, I say, as I keep saying. Um, I'd probably go Hoy. So I'll pick out. Uh so team to watch next week. I've gone for uh West Ham. They've got Villa. And I think if you're gonna perform well, Villa's the team to do it out. Because everyone's excited about Villa. If you want to have a good performance of people are like, oh, I take recon- take take recognition of you without it being one of those top six teams. I think Villa's a good one to do it against. And West Ham look like they're on a bit of a charge. Um, mm. David Moyes at the helm, which is weird. But they are now eighth. Some good results. Yeah, they're eighth. They've had great. They've had, they've had hard fixtures. Well. I mean, we pointed out at the start of the yeah. season, they had a yeah. really hard start to the season. They've done pretty well, to be fair, Stan. Yeah, Definitely. I, I remember avoiding um, West Ham players in my Premier uh, FPL because their fixtures were that difficult. But... They've come through it really well, and now they've got a bit of an easier run through to Christmas. Be interested to see if they can yeah. carry on that carry on that force because uh, if uh, they can get Haaland scoring, then that, that changes the complexion of the team completely. He scored a great goal the other day. I think that is his first goal in Yonks. So, really? Yeah, but they're still like they signed when uh, signed Ben Rama. He's only played nineteen minutes. He already yeah. made an assist. So. He'd also be my player to watch next week because I'd imagine he'll start. And uh, I watched him at Brentford and he was just elite for the championship. He would he looked like he was taking the piss for 99% of it. So, <laughs> yeah, I think West Ham, they're going to be the excited. People look back and go, which, which teams were exciting? People probably say Villa. I can imagine people saying West Ham as well. Any other yeah, I was going to say West Ham as well, actually. I was going to say West Ham just because like they've they've at the start of the season they had some great wins. Like they beat... Battered Wolves and then Leicester as well. I think yeah. had a few inconsistent results. Well, now they've they've won their last two games. I think one nil both and kept clean sheet. And then yeah. they got lucky with the penalty. But two sort of clean sheets in a row, two sort of solid wins. They're kind of they're pretty decent. I was just watching watching at Sheffield United. Like Declan Rice is he's really good. Like sitting in there, I do think I do think he's actually really good for them. Um, so yeah, I would I would think I think West Ham look a lot better this season than they have done in previous years. Well, we'll see, but I think they look pretty solid. Which means they're team. definitely going to lose this weekend. <laughs> yeah, probably. They're that sort of team. Mm. Any suggestions for you, Harry? Um, looking at the fixtures, ooh, I don't know which one of them, but I think Everton-Leeds will be a really good game. Because yeah, I agree. I, I just think that Leeds were unlucky against us. And kind of it, you say everything about the game the way it went it's kind of a bit Arsenal focused because obviously there's a red card and they ended up like they played really well I think a lot of teams would have struggled to deal with the way they pressed us especially I think part of it is that they're coming off the back of two four one losses in a row so and they had two weeks to prepare for it they don't have loads of players that go away on international duty but 
they should have won the game. They played really well. And I think they will take it to Everton. And Everton have been a bit shaky recently. So I'd say that's going to be a good game. I'd probably, I'd, I'd probably say Leeds out of the two of them. Just be a good one to watch. I don't know how it will go, but I definitely think there will be goals. Yeah, I hope so. Oh, there'll be goals. Um, but yeah, after that, we can uh, <laughs> we can go on to our predictions for next week. Crystal, uh, just to clarify from last week, uh, have we got seven? We're still waiting on the um, Wolves. Yeah, Southampton Wolves is ongoing, right? Uh, it's called Wolves Southampton. Is it nil uh, nil still? So Harry would be with his draw. Would be so I'd be with eight. If if yeah. that stays nil nil, I'll have eight out of ten. So I'm pretty happy with that. There's gonna be one. And I think to be honest, I think a bit of emotion got involved in that Tottenham prediction. I think I just wanted. <laughs> I'm willing them to lose at the moment. Um, there'll be one week where we get ten, and we're like, well, how do we put an acker on it? Or some of that. Yeah. Me and Goose used to do them all the time, and yeah. we, we, our success won. ratio is terrible. <laughs> yeah, dreadful. Um, so yeah, so Harry's uh, on what would be seven or eight. I'm on six, and the guest, which was cursed that week, and Goose this week was on four. Um, so Cash, what's going on? Yeah, poor Goose, showing from him. Goose will hopefully turn it around. So um, yeah, first one, and this is interesting because I've just read, seen an article that Zaha's got. COVID. Oh, Southampton are one of them. Walcott. Who scored? Walcott. Walcott. Southampton looking tasty at the moment. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, Crystal Palace have um, have got Zaha out for COVID. Uh, He's just tested positive to COVID. So I I would originally put them down as a win for Newcastle, but I can actually put Seymour as a a draw. It's on Amazon. So. One of the teams delivers. Um. <laughs> I think Harry got that one. Uh, no, I did. Of course, I did. <laughs> um, yeah, that no, was good for a nil-nil draw. Yeah, I, I think it'll be a draw as well. With Zaha, I would go for a Palace win, but I think a draw. I've not been too impressed by Newcastle this season, um, but Palace haven't been that great either. So I've go the draw. I'm going Palace. Newcastle are dreadful. They are. They're just. They're just bad at football, aren't they? Let's be honest. Yeah. Except for Callum Wilson and Ryan Fraser. Oh, mate, they just like. But as a team, they're sort of like a poorer version of us, if that makes sense. Like, they just don't play attacking <laughs> football in any sort of like. No, I know they don't. Format. They just can't do it. They can't like build attacks and sustain attacks. It's like it's really, really dire. So yeah, I think they're going to get beat. Uh. What do you think, Goose? Oh, draw, sorry. It's a draw. I think uh, draw, yeah. Brighton v Liverpool. Liverpool, easy, I think. I, mean, I, don't, I didn't, I thought they were going to... Bob loves Brighton. I do Bob love Brighton. Brighton. Really? Yeah. yeah. I love Potter. No. I just think early kick-off Saturday, they're going to be fired up. I'm just going to... Absolutely. He's already got his excuses in, though, Clark. He's already whinging about it. Oh, yeah. We're going to end up with 11 players. Less than 11 players. Just, everyone's got the same problem. Just deal with it. I know, I know. Um... Mm. God, Clock Lords are a moaner about something so stupid. So did the Liverpool fans. So did the Liverpool fans. I saw some yeah. stuff on social media. They were going on about how Klopp's been vilified, but then when Solskjaer mentioned it, no, people were slaying Solskjaer after the Everton game when he started talking about how the fixtures were unfair. So now he's whinging yeah, and he's getting about, his excuses yeah, in. So I, I don't really know what they're talking about. Um, so for that reason, I'll go for a Brighton win. Fuck it. <laughs> Brighton win 2 1. <laughs> No, really? Lamptey suspended. Liverpool are going to win that. Eva Subel will have a game of his life. 
Um, yeah, we have to, and they'll still probably get beat. <laughs> uh, Man City, Burnley. Oh, sorry, do City. No, I was, I was, yeah, City again. I think yes, easily. Uh, so do mm-hmm. I because bog standard City win. I think. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if they don't, they'll be, they'll if they don't win. Back. If they don't win, yeah. Good God, if they don't win, I mean, yeah. <laughs> Chris Wood. They're in serious win. trouble. Dangerous no. territory if they don't win. Yeah. Well, Burnley just won. They might be one of get on a bit of a roll. Do. Let's go down, do it, Yeah, no, I think I think we all think Man City win there. Uh, yeah, definitely. Everton leads. I'm uh, still here for Everton. I think they they're fine. If Alvin Charleston's back, they'll be fine. They'll keep. They'll just win games. I don't know about this one. I'm not sure. I do think Everton. I do still think Everton will win, but I think it'll be close. Leeds will definitely score. It might be like a 2 1 or a 3 2. Yeah. I think it'll be close, but I think Everton will win. I think 3 0 or 0 0. 3 0 or 0 0. 3 0 or 0 0. That's what I'm saying. I'm predicting a high scoring draw, which just definitely means it's going to be 0 0. Yeah. Uh, West Brom v Sheffield United is a game that you should get don't care. It's the championship game for 2020, 2021. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. Fuck. 1 0 Sheffield United because they can't be on Who, Who's at home? Sheffield United. West, no, West Brom. Brom. No, West Brom at home. But they can't be on Wolves. I, I, I think West Brom actually, they were quite good against us. They were great against Chelsea that first half hour as well. I think, I think they've Yeah, they were a bit unlucky goals. actually in those three games to have only taken one point, if you think about it, because they were, they were winning 3 uh, 2 to the last minute against Chelsea. They were 0 0 with Spurs to the 89th minute, and then United, I mean. The whole penalty situation was ridiculous, so they're, yeah, they're very unlucky. Yeah, I think I'll go West Brom as well. Yeah. Uh, Southampton v Man United. This is going to be a good game. So, uh, yeah, unless you're a United fan, you'd be no, I think it'll be a good game. I, I think they'll get something, but Man I wouldn't. United. I would. I think there'll be goals. I, I think Southampton. Yeah, have, they, they've really improved since they got battered by Spurs. Like that was just awful, and then since then they've played really well. Are they unbeaten since then? I can't uh, remember them having so. lost a game since. I think uh, they lost their first two, didn't they? Yeah, they did. They lost to Palace. Uh, and then they've been quite good since. Yeah. Um, yeah, Ings is injured still, isn't he? If they, if they, yeah. went, to, if they went tonight, I think they go like fourth or something. Yeah, they've been playing. Yeah, it would make good. sense. They were top of the... Um, they were top of the one point, yeah. Yeah, I, 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 I'm not sure, though. I... I just feel like United are quite good in these games, to be honest. Yeah. Depends on how Southampton play. If Southampton come out and go at United, I think United could like do them on the counter attack, like a bit like Spurs did and with some of the goals. Yeah. They just kept lobbing it over the top. I think United could do the same with Bruno sort of putting it through for the front guys. But if if Southampton sort of sit a bit deeper and and you know put the emphasis on United to break them down, then they could definitely get something. I I think I'm going to go draw. I'm going to go for a Man United win and Bruno to get a penalty. And Man United I just don't. I, I don't see anything in Man United at the moment which makes me think they're going to win that game. They're not playing I, I, very I, well. I think that before every game that they win. I didn't yeah. think they were going yeah. to beat Everton. They no, beat I did. But Everton, you're right, and they played well, but Everton were dreadful. I mean, that was the worst I've seen Everton play this season. They were uh, shocking. I think I'm going to United win as well. Yeah. Uh, I do think they'll win. It's funny Bob said about the midfield earlier because that's like the finest example. Everton's midfield in that game, like there just wasn't one. There was so yeah. much space. Just didn't um, function. Chelsea v Spurs, probably the box office game of the weekend. 
Yeah, definitely. Yeah, same again. Lampard v Mourinho. What, what is it? Like, youngster v master. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's bollocks, yeah. Do we think there's bad blood? Oh, I don't know. I think there is, yeah. They were having I think there is. I think there's a little the sort of... I see in the League Cup, even in the League last season, in the Yeah. I think that's it. I think Mourinho just is a bit sick of him, like, being so arrogant, because Mourinho's like, you know, have some respect for me, considering I've basically made your career. <laughs> like, come on, show everything. He's like, he was, he kept, like, doing like this, like, um, just, like, making gestures at him. And in that League Cup game, just being a real ass uh, Lampard, I don't like him very much, if you can probably tell. So, I'm, I don't know if we're going to win, though. I think it'll be a draw. Uh, Spurs win. I Spurs win. I've just, I've just slated him for the first twenty minutes. Yeah, Spurs win. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I hope Spurs don't get beat because I think if they don't get beat, then I I give us a better chance of taking something off. And I think if they get beat by Chelsea, and get beat convincingly. There's just no way that we're getting anything off them. Mourinho will just be have them so fucking fired up. So I sort yeah. of hope they get something. Um. Yeah, I'll go with a draw. So I, I think I think for us this game is like I mean we don't have to win this game like it's not a must win but it's one that we really d- don't want to lose. It's one yeah. I think especially because they're second as well. I think it's one that like if we lose then I think that's a problem. If we get a point then that's fine. I think I think Jose will know that as well. I don't think he'll mind a point in that game. Arsenal v Wolves. I what is an Arsenal? We're gonna get beat. We're what is get an beat. Arsenal? Do you think? Yeah, I think you're going to win. I think you'll win. I don't, I just don't see any reason to think we'll win yeah. because, because you've like, had, had struggles recently. I think a home game, I, I don't know. I, we've been playing rubbish at home, we've lost the last two home games without scoring. And normally, I know, but I just, in these sort of fixtures as well, Leeds, and, uh, not Leeds, Leicester and Villa. You are, yeah, well, in theory, it should change. I don't know if I it think will. Great for one nil or two one. What we need, know, what we need is an early goal. Win. If we score an early goal, I think we'll win. You sort of like the, you know, you look at the one against Leicester that was disallowed. Um, that that could have been totally different. The Villa game we were just outplayed. It was just all around bad. That one was more concerning. Um, we know what Wolves are going to come and do. They're going to come with their five at the back. They'll put a couple of men up top and they'll just look to hit us on the break. It's what any team should do against us, by the way. You know, And that's how they play. So I sort of look at it and I think what they do is what we're really bad at playing against. So it's sort of hard for me to be optimistic about it. Um, They've not been great. No, they haven't. But they've still got good players that can hit, that can punish you. So... I don't know. It's really yeah. hard one to call. I, I, think, I think you'll win. I think you'll bounce back with a with a important win, like a nervy one. But I think the interesting thing is last year, if it was going like this, you'd go Arsenal one 0 and Aubameyang to just do something special. But he hasn't. You know, that's the problem at the moment. We don't look like we can get that individual brilliance up front that's going to sort of get us results in these games. Uh, 0-0 draw. Yeah, I'll probably, to be honest, I'm being a bit overreactionary. I, I shouldn't predict, we shouldn't lose, but I sort of like, ugh, I don't see why we should win either. You know, I That's think it could just draws. be a one-all draw. I think you're next, I think. I'm just like, is that, I'd be surprised. Yeah, yeah, draw. Nil-nil draw. You'll be outplayed again and get lucky. Um, yeah. Well. Uh, Leicester v Fulham. Leicester bounce back. 5-0. Why do we ever question them? Vardy gets a hat trick. Yeah, Vardy will. Vardy, uh, yeah, I, I brought him in. I brought him in fantasy, I think. I think Leicester will batter them. Yeah. Yeah. Four four like three or four now. Uh, they like these games, these home games against these terrible teams. <laughs> and 
the game I'm looking forward to most, uh, West Ham v uh, Aston Villa. West Ham. Might be the hardest one to call this weekend. West Ham. They just look really West good. Uh, Villa. Villa. I don't know how, it, how serious the injury to Barkley is, but I just think Villa are on this cycle at the moment. One good game, one bad game. One good yeah, game, that's, that's game, what I'm saying. It's, it's a so lot of sides are. Having seen them like in the flesh, and Liverpool fans will tell you this, well, not in the flesh, but seeing them play out, having seen that, like when they're good, they are really good. Like they do play some really good football and and have players that can hurt you. And if they can do that to, you know, teams like Liverpool, then if they turn up, they'll I think they'll rip West Ham apart. And I think West Ham is one of those, like they are on a good run and it will be interesting, like you, you said, to see if they can sustain it. But we just know what they're like. Like every time you think they're a proper side, they throw a shit result in there, and I think this could be that one. So I think they'll get. I think Villa will win that. Yeah, I agree. I think Villa will win. Cool. And to the part that's past the football, some random news. Um... Um... What have you dug up this time? Belgian racing pigeon. Uh, New Kim sells for £1.4 million in mystery bidding war between Super Duper and Hitman. Uh, and racing £1.4 million for 1. a pigeon. £1.4 million pounds for a pigeon. <laughs> a pigeon's race? Is yeah, that a thing? That's a thing. How does that work? So you, uh, they, they have to basically go across the country as quick as they can or something like that. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Um, Spending £1.4 million on that. That's, that's Jack Butland. That's Jack Butland as a racing pigeon. <laughs> <laughs> But hang on, how, how do they know where they're going, though? Uh, I think that, I think they, they have like a really good sense of it. <laughs> who's a who's a footballer as a pigeon? Um, it's got to be Lineker, hasn't it? Shit all over the place. Yeah, exactly. It just has to be. <laughs> it's just got to be. It yeah, has to be Lineker. Yeah, yeah, Lineker. Mm. He probably would have gone for one point four million in his day. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Good answer. Yeah, and um, NASA debunks alien hunters claim they discover on moon. So basically, on the moon there was like this. It looked like a like a pyramid, and then uh, this alien conspiracist thought it was aliens building this pyramid, and uh, NASA casually debunked it. Uh, so first question is: Do you actually do you believe in aliens? To believe in aliens? Do you believe in aliens? Yeah. It's a heavy talk for a football podcast, isn't it? <laughs> it is, isn't it? But this, this is what brings the punters in, Goose. You have to understand. Yeah. Me. yeah, man. Every time we come on to this sort of random segment at the end, it seems to be if, what the people, people want to hear. This, we might have to get to the point where we dedicate an entire podcast to talking about racing pigeons and, and aliens. Yeah. <laughs> if, you know, if that's what people want to hear, then you've got to give the people what they want. Do I believe in aliens? <laughs> I think okay. Here's yeah, go on. So the odds, so because because the, the galaxy is where the galaxy is expanding, the odds of there not yeah. being aliens is like zero point zero 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 one percent, but not like as we're formed, but just like as single organisms. So I think there's like single orga- organisms out there that in a billion years of time won't build a civilization, but will have remnants of of life. But there you go. Like, but you, you, you heard it here first, guys. Yeah, in a billion years. <laughs> you heard of time, it here first. When we get when we get when, uh, 
we get attacked Certainly. from Mars. Uh, we we are as a podcast sort of trailblazing for the existence of aliens in this form. So when, when when it does transpire to actually be correct, you know exactly where to find it. <laughs> in just another football podcast. Yeah, I just feel like I'm in absolutely no position to comment on whether aliens exist. To be honest, okay. like a university student studying philosophy, I haven't got a bloody clue. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'd say. But, uh, and what would you do in an alien invasion? Christ, would you um, like side with them and be like, you know, Judas to the human defect? Yeah. yeah, I think you would, Goose. <laughs> yeah. I think Goose would. Why me? Why me? Because I don't know, Matt. I've played Among Us with you, and you're just a bit of a snake, mate. Right? Yeah, I reckon I would try and befriend them. So the like, issue is, what if, what if it goes? It's wrong? a smart thing to do, isn't it? Yeah. If it goes wrong, and you get, you know, you you tried to cost the entire human civilization for the next thing that came out to die last, basically. You know, mm. all the worlds we won in the end of it. It's a dog it's a eat movie, dog but... world, mate. It's a dog eat dog world. <laughs> it's an you know, it's an alien eat alien world. You you, you gotta yeah. you've gotta just you know try and survive, Bob. Don't and, you think? And on the note of an alien eat alien world, that's the end of the podcast. That's the end. Thanks, Thank guys. For Thanks for listening. Uh, and listening. Thanks for, me on. Thanks for coming uh, on, Goose. Enjoyed it a lot.